I find that kips, even if they're Mechal Shabbos and even if they're not from, but they want to give and give and help and help and help. And they'll do anything for someone else. They're the first to give a kidney. If they finally work for a month or two or three or four and they get that paycheck and they see a homeless person, they'll give it all away. They're really selfless like your story over here. You know, you're, you're giving her an apartment and her friend takes the master bedroom and she says, no, it's okay. She needs it more than me. I mean, these are the qualities that we all are supposed to have, and kips really have them, you know. And um, I have a friend of mine who's a kip, and um, eats onion kipper and everything. And if you know his life story, I mean, who are we to judge? But um, but when somebody was in a coma, so he he decided to um, to put on tzitzis uh, as a skula for for this woman who was in a coma. My father was in a coma actually, and he gave up shaving with a razor as a schus, and my father was in a coma for five years, and then he passed away, so he kept it. I don't, I don't know, it's at least six years. So I don't, I don't know the big deal about shaving with a razor versus a shaver, but apparently, by the fact that Gaim used razors, it's a big deal. And he gave that up as a schus for my father. And then there was a boy who was Nebuch diagnosed, and he put on tefillin as a schus for that boy. So I told him, I said, you know, you just need to meet 610 more sick people and you're completely tired mitzvahs, you know. You know, he would keep, he would do stuff. He couldn't do it for himself, but for a schus for somebody else, goes to the Ribnitzer oil once a month for sure, goes to the Lubavitch all the time, right? Davins and Davins are other people. He can't, he can't, he can't do it for himself and he's, and nobody, nobody can do better. He can't do anything for himself. He does, right? You know him? And he, and he just. But for somebody else, my I could daven for somebody else. I can do a mitzvah for somebody else. He'll do he'll do anything that he can to help other people, and and that's how we know that these are holy souls. These are holy souls. They do whatever they can. They love to help other people, but they don't respond to pressure, and they don't respond to somebody looking down at them or judging them negatively. It's like poison for them. And a lot of people don't understand them, so they, they, they do the opposite of what makes them better. This Tachina Rebbe, Rublezer Shlita, he said that we should, we should hug them, we should kiss them, that they're carbon seabor, they're suffering much more than, than really since the Holocaust, we never had people suffer like this. The suffering on our behalf. And, and if we understood that, we wouldn't look down at them. And he said that just like the Devayel said, that after the Holocaust, if you see a Jew with a tattoo on the arm, even if they're not from, you should ask for a bracha because of what they went through. He said, when you see kids who have a tattoo, we know that kids are getting tattoos because of pain. Sometimes it says it, like the semicolon and like what your daughter had a semicolon. Semicolon means that it represents that you wanted to be dead, but you continued. Like a sentence is a period. A semicolon means a sentence, you're a writer. Sentence should be over, but it continues. So a semicolon is a symbol for people who wanted to be dead and, and they're still alive. And a lot of kids, that's the first thing they get is a semicolon. And the statements around it. But at least she also has a tattoo that says, Gamze Yavar, and Tati and Mami. An anchor that says Tati, tati and Mami. And um, he said that when you see someone with a tattoo, which we know is representing... A tremendous, tremendous amount of pain, tremendous, tremendous amount of pain, that you should ask them for a bracha. Because they're going through pain because of our sins and because we're in Gullus. And that's the attitude that we have to have. That's the attitude that Sadiqim have. You don't look at the chitzainis, you don't notice the mini skirt, you don't notice the, the, whatever it is that's, that's making you crazy. You see a neshama that was sent down here 
to suffer the suffering neshamas, and it's our tikkun to be makar of them. With cords and ropes of love, and not to cause them pain, which is what all the tzaddikim say. It's our ticket out of here.